Welcome to the preview of Call Me By Your Game Co-op Episode 2. Uh, on this episode, myself and our wonderful guests, Ben Wheatmartian and Greg Smith, uh, talk a lot about a uh, f- recent phenomenon for us, and that is Super Mega Baseball 3. Uh, if you haven't heard of the game, it's a wonderful uh, new game, third in the franchise, uh, that came out to many platforms uh, this May. Um, it's a wonderful game, uh, hilarious. It's a baseball game that like, I have been looking for for a very long time. Um, it's uh, not only a part of the uh, co-op series, which is a monthly exclusive. The full episodes are available on our Patreon. So if you want to check that out, it's at patreon.com slash super NPC radio. It is a part of the $10 tier, our second tier. One of the big incentives is that every month I sit down with a group of people and really try to do a game justice that deserves it so we talk about iconic games or games that have a lasting impact on us um it's kind of a wide range of stuff this is of course the second episode the first was on the legend of zelda breath of the wild and it was fantastic that full episode is also available in this feed but for this one you know uh it's just going to be a preview it's about 45 minutes of the episode it'll get you going and hopefully interest you in checking out the full episode at some point But we understand $10 is a lot to offer up for anything right now, let alone monthly. Um, But we think you'll enjoy it. It's a really great episode. It is part two of the Baseball Spotlight series that we're doing here at Call Me By Your Game. First one, we covered Major League Baseball featuring Ken Griffey Jr. on the Nintendo 64. This is part two. Part three will be coming soon where we talk about MVP Baseball 2005, and then we'll close the series with Backyard Baseball. You know, whole discussion on uh, how what that game means to me. Anyway, uh, enjoy this full preview of the episode of Co-op, episode two, featuring Super Mega Baseball 3. Uh, I think you're going to enjoy it. So here we go. Thank you again for being here. Um, we're the game, you know, we're here not just to have fun and goof, although that may be the primary reason, but we're here on a mission to talk about a great game. Uh, in this particular case happens to be a baseball game as it ties in with the baseball spotlight. And the game we're going to talk about today is none other than super mega baseball three. Um, this is a this is a new game that came out this year during quarantine. Although I would say that most of the games that came out this year, since quarantine has been most of the year, have done the same. Um, but it's a game that I have been very enamored by. I've been playing less lately, but thought it was so great that it warranted a discussion, and I had to have the two of you on, of course. Yeah, it's such a fun game. I I just discovered it like uh, a few days before it came out. I had never even heard of the first two, and I, I love it. It's it's truly the best. It's gotten me back into video games. Ah, I love hearing that. That's best case scenario right there. Um, Greg, you did know about this before. Yeah, I 
I became a true believer with Super Mega Baseball 2, which I discovered mm. just because I, I was itching for a baseball game on the Switch. I heard RBI Baseball was not so great. I played the demo. They were kind enough to offer free demo. I was hooked. And then number two, I've played ugh, so many hours on that thing. <laughs> and like the day number three came out, I knew I had to download it day one. And I've been just... The the fine tuning they've done with it, it's it's really something. I've been playing it so much. I played so much that my girlfriend, I'll get it at the end, got me a custom shirt with a team name on it. No oh, way. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, MVP Wait, do they, Seymour. Do they offer that through the game, or is did she uh, find a way to... I believe she... Bought it through, through like, like the software publisher's official website. And I think they were, I think she told me they were very tickled by the request because they're kind of an indie <laughs> studio and maybe not a lot of people are like going this hard for Super Mega Baseball. Yeah, it wow. seems like something, it seems like a no brainer they should do that. Yeah. I'd buy one for my team. Hell yeah. For sure. Greg, is your, is it one of the stock teams or a, did they, you make a custom one? Uh, the shirt is for the B Wolves. Stock okay, team. Great. Currently, I'm cool. playing with oh, uh, a more customized take on the sirloins. Okay, interesting. I love yeah. that's that sounds like that's very close to being like a celebrity chef's new <laughs> steak idea. Is it <laughs> Wilmer Valderrama's sirloin? Yeah, customizable <laughs> sirloins. Yes. <laughs> oh, perfect. Well, um, before we get into much more of like our personal history and context with this game and like with baseball games in general, um, as we always do, we're going to do a little dive into the game history and franchise, uh, uh, or excuse me, game history and context. But I think the franchise and looking at it as a whole is important. So we're going to do that. Um, of course, like I said before, uh, Ben and Greg, if you have anything you want to share or like Greg, if you, since you've been playing it before, if you happen to have anything you want to share about like what it was like to like with game two from game two to three, feel free to share. Otherwise, here I go, fellas, uh, jumping right into it. The Super Mega Baseball franchise debuted with Super Mega Baseball on December 16th, 2014 as a PlayStation 3 and PlayStation 4 cross-buy title on the U.S. PlayStation Store. Ben, I know you don't have a PS4. And then Greg, yes? I used to. I sold used I to. sold it around 2017. Okay, cool. So... Uh, but you hadn't played, the, you didn't play the first one, right? You discovered it with the second? No, I'm, I'm actually kind of surprised to hear it was uh, a PlayStation firsty. It just feels so built for uh, Switch, Nintendo kind of aesthetics and stuff. Yeah, it looks like a Nintendo game yeah. for sure. Not that yeah. I'm an expert at that stuff, but... Uh, hey, it's okay. We all start from somewhere, Ben. Yeah. So like, I think it's the chubby characters, right? Yes. That's, <laughs> that's a Nintendo thing, right? <laughs> it definitely feels like the... Especially on a PlayStation or an Xbox that has such a higher threshold for graphical capacity, um, they do want to push the limits and of course they have these games but they do want to push the limits with like an MLB the yeah. show and see how realistic it can get whereas like this one I think just fits well on Nintendo even if it does on the others um but uh going back a little bit to the history and context is that like you were saying it was a PlayStation exclusive uh but eventually there an updated version came out called Super Mega Baseball Extra Innings. It made its way to the European PlayStation Store and then to Xbox One and Steam in August 
of 2015. Uh, this series, uh, Greg was talking about the how they were sort of a smaller fr- um, company. This is called Metal Head Software. Uh, so hit them up, those of you out there listening who want your custom sir- sirloin shirt. Um, this franchise is an ar- more arcade-style baseball video game with a distinctly what I will call grotesque yet charming art style. It almost sort of lives in this, like, present day at least, lives in this sort of, I heard, I heard someone else say this, this isn't my original thought, like an uncanny valley type of, uh, like, way that these characters look. I, I um, think they're beautiful, every single one of them. <laughs> grotesque is, wow, that's harsh, Connor. Yeah. You, I, to me, they are all beautiful. I tend to agree. Perfect. They are very beautiful. They're very... Maybe exaggerated is the word I would use. They're they're very like yes, Ex- their muscles That's are great, big. Uh, yeah, it kind of reminds me. The, I don't know if y'all have seen the triplets of Belleville. Is that a deep cut? Oh for this yes, podcast? yeah, yes. That's I. Know, that is a that is a very good reference. <laughs> like three D triplets of Belleville. Exactly. <laughs> Interesting. They have like grotesque. Um, I was thinking that was more, it was, a, I, it was originally a placeholder as I was developing this thought, but I think what you're saying is correct. Exaggerated. Although I don't think grotesque and beautiful are mutually exclusive. So <laughs> just, I just want to be clear. I, I heard you say before this, that they look disgusting and they should all feel bad about themselves. Yeah. Well, you didn't get it on tape. So too bad, buddy. Um, Ooh, I wish we did. The, although Oof. the art style didn't always originate like this. But I'll, and I'll get into that uh, a little later. Um, so it the, the series and the first game provided a surprising amount of depth and responsive gameplay with an impressive difficulty curve called Ego, which was there since the first game. All the players and teams are completely fictional and they offer a bevy of customization op- options, especially with a third one. There are cartoonish moments and actions that fit cohesively with the many hilarious player names. Uh, it features a season mode, or featured a season mode, but no franchise or dynasty style mode. And um, each team with their customization also offer different specialties and disadvantages. So I don't Upon- want to interrupt, yeah, Connor, but uh, their names really, I don't know if this is the right time to talk about it, but the names are great. And if anyone from, uh, is it Metalhead? Yes. Uh, if anyone from Metalhead is listening to this, please hire me to write some names. <laughs> I'd love, I'd do it for free, honestly. I really want to write names for Super Mega Baseball 4. What are some of your favorites? It does, oh, yeah. I, what are some of your faves? Oh, shoot. Now you're putting me on the spot. But, uh, oh, fuck. Let me look I'll, them up. I can I'll name get back some. to you. Yeah, name some, and um, that'll jog my I, memory. So just on the team, so my first, we'll get into this, but the first playthrough I did was uh, a team that I customized. I kept the players the same for the most part, and some of the funny ones to me were Banjo Landry. I loved, I loved a guy named Run Table Henderson, <laughs> which was so goofy to me. Um, so, so there would, it's funny because you'll find more normal style names. Like there's a guy named Vito Burger, not spelled like the hamburger but like b-e-r-g-e-r so that felt pretty normal but then or like diana or duke santos it's like reasonable but then there are the wild ones like who have actual baseball terms in their names my favorite player right now is uh hammer Longballo, i think is his name oh oh that's a great one yeah and it's just Incredible. he lives up to his name you know it really does uh did you find? Did you, were you looking up names, Ben? I'm trying to just, find some. I'm hey, failing. That's okay. I should have brought my switch in here. That was my plan: was to have it just like right next to me, so I could go through it. Um, 
the names, yeah, we'll, and we'll spend, we can spend more time later talking about that too, but they are really funny. Um, upon the first game's release, it was a critical success, earning an 85 out of 100 for Metacritic, with an interesting quote of praise from a website called Gaming Age that said, Super Mega Baseball is the sort of fun, easy-to-pick-up diversion that video game baseball was at the beginning of its lifespan. And if it's as great as it is here, I guess probably his demo that he's having, there's every reason to believe that it can still fulfill that function. Um, I have more to share about this, but I think it warrants a moment to pause and be like, I think that's exactly what this game at its most distilled does the best is just offer a really fun, easy to pick up game to play. Oh yeah, for sure. And and, and talking, I, I definitely play way less video games than you guys. Um, as I took a, a long about a 20 year sabbatical from uh, playing video games. Um, and now I'm kind of back in it as my wife has gotten back into video games the last couple of years, I'm slowly getting there too. Um, but yeah, it's so the, I think the ego thing is the truly the best because like it, that's like a game within itself is to be able to win. You want to be able to win on the higher and higher levels. And like, I started on like 15 and I couldn't get anything done. And now I'm like up to 60 or 65 or whatever I'm at now. And it feels Ooh. like a game in itself, uh, just to do that. So it continues to get harder and harder. Um, I love that about it. Plus also, uh, like the, I love the arcade style games because I'm just not going to sit and play a game for, you know, 20 hours just to be decent at it. I'd, I'd like to be able to be at least decent at it right away. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I have totally the patience. I feel you there. I like, I like games that are, or I like cer certain games function well with a sort of ground of like easy to pick up difficult to master but like here it does both of those things but like getting the, that like journey to mastering it is like seems reasonable and not insurmountable and it's however high you want to turn it right in the front like i've been playing franchises and i'm on my uh i'm finishing my third season now or no i'm sorry my fourth season now Whoa. and uh yeah i'm uh i'm Proud in it you. i'm in it although i do play <laughs> six inning games which i think really oh, makes a okay. big difference uh <laughs> i get through them i really churn them out <laughs> um but like every so every season i'm like stacking more ego every time and it just like it it, it continues to be fun and challenging without being like overwhelmingly so i love it um, we'll be sure to spend even more time later talking about, uh, talking about that specific aspect. Cause I really think that is like one of like the core great elements of this game. Um, kind of looking a little bit back we're we're most of the way through this, his, this history and context, but, uh, eventually super mega baseball, you know, did well enough, uh, by like, by financial success and word of mouth to warrant a sequel in super mega baseball two, which released in 2018 like the first game it received critical success uh, by both building on several of its strength while also honing the graphical style seemingly splitting the difference between the cartoonish charm of the first and a slightly more realistic appearance with the new ones um so it kind of like hits this middle point which i would encourage you i should probably i could always text you some pictures but looking at pictures of the first game it looks way more like uh like they are little dolls or just little cartoonish, not ch even chibi characters, but it's hard to exp uh, describe. Like they don't look anything 
near as realistic or like exaggerated like the current characters. Um, just sort of a different, uh, a different sort of style completely from the second two games. Um, uh, the already impressive graphics engine was improved upon. Players received a detailed progression system. The animation was improved and also, the game introduced online play and the pennant race mode. Uh, Super Mega Baseball 2 was incredibly successful, setting up the continuation of its lineage and again filled the gap left by a great art, great arcade, le- excuse me, left by great arcade games and to size up to MLB The Show. So, like you were saying earlier, Ben, you were kind of like, you know, at least curious or like open to, f- oh, you were open for love again, open to finding a new baseball Aww. game. And this sort, this really. I, we'll talk about this more later too, but I, as someone who has played realistic baseball games and liked some of them and has played very cartoony games and like some of them, this like really hits the perfect middle spot I didn't know could exist. Um, Super Mega Baseball 3 was announced on March 11th, 2020, which funny enough, y'all, is the Rudy Gobert day, so the day everything hit the fan, um, COVID-wise, in our country. Um and it was set for a release in April 2020. Metalhead eventually announced that game the game's delay due to uh, industry-wide delays from COVID, and it was released on May 13th, 2020 on Microsoft Windows, Nintendo Switch, Xbox One, and PlayStation 4. It built on the strengths of the second game and introduced the much-requested franchise mode. Developer Metalhead has been open to feedback on their game and have made gradual improvements to it with patches as well as adjusting features and bugs. Um, that's it for like the game's context and history just for itself in a vacuum. Is there anything that you two didn't get to share about the history and context you wanted to? No, I I would just add that I too, I feel like I have been struggling to find a baseball game that really itches what I wanted to itch. I probably lean more towards cartoonier sides of sports games than realistic playing MLB the show for PS4 was like a very frustrating experience for me I was more of like I was into Ken Griffey Jr. 64 uh NFL Blitz NBA Jam NBA Street stuff like that the bigs was maybe my last like big oh EA Sports it was so much fun um Mm -hmm. so Super Mega Baseball 2 for me really fulfilled an itch it leaned a little more cartoonish. And then to see them dial it a, just a little more in subtle ways into the realistic-ish pocket, they've just really hit a sweet spot that it, it, it not only does it scratch the itch, it like scratches an itch I didn't quite know how to define. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That deep itch. Ooh, that deep oh, itch. I think I know. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, that is really cool, Greg. I, I'm, I, I, for the first episode that we did on this show, I had people with all different levels and experiences of talking about a game. And I try to do that as much as I can. So, cause I know Ben and I are new to this, but Greg, it's really great to have you, you know, with a little perspective coming from the second game. So, I love hearing that. Um, so moving on a little bit, we're finally going to get into the discussion, and that's what we like about this game, what we think is great, and just what we, you know, maybe some of our hopes for the future for the franchise. But before we do that, I want to hear from each of us, and I'll go last, about, you know, our history with 
maybe we already kind of shared how we found the game, so you can share that. But I also, I know Greg, Greg you've shared it, but I want to talk about our history with maybe games and baseball games in general. Um, ben, I'll, I'll start with you. I have like a general idea of like your video game past, but like, let's get into it. Did you play games growing up? Were any of those baseball games and how'd you get here? Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, I was uh, a bit, I, I was definitely, I don't think I've ever like considered myself a gamer for sure, but uh, not I, yet. Not yet. I don't know. <laughs> I got maybe 10, 20 uh, years left. Let's, yeah. <laughs> let's see where it goes. Oh, don't sell yourself <laughs> short. Yeah. I mean, yeah, please, I, that's no. what I'm guessing. Do you know something we don't? <laughs> um, so I, I, I kind of just like were in and out. I played like the main video, like I had a Nintendo, played Mario Brothers uh, 1, 2, and 3 as a kid uh, a lot. Um, I think in high school, I was thinking about this today before getting on the uh, this Zoom here of like the last time I was really into video games, the games I was playing were, were like Tony Hawk 3, all, all Nintendo 64 games. I've been a Nintendo boy my uh, whole gaming career, always. Um, and I always will be. I promise you that, Nintendo. Oh, thank um, you. We were hoping for a guarantee today. Yeah, we got is, it, Greg. This is a I'll Ben Martian guarantee. <laughs> um, so, like, Tony Hawk 3, I absolutely love that game. Um, NBA Ooh, Jam. my favorite in the franchise, for Ooh, sure. Oh, 2 is the best, but keep I, going. Two, I think 2 is the best, but... Personally, there was something about jumping for me to like the the PS2 and the GameCube mm. and playing the game that was just a little more polished. Yeah. Uh, I've actually been playing through two lately, Greg, and I agree with you, but I have a special spot for three. Also, Ben, people might know you because you kind of look like Tony Hawk. And yeah, I've also, as I've gotten older, I've gotten more and more uh, people telling me I look like Tony Hawk, which I will take every day of the week. <laughs> Tony Hawk's a cool guy. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like Tony Hawk, uh, NFL blitz, NBA jam. And in like, the, I remember, uh, do you guys remember NBA? Uh, I looked it up. NBA showtime. Definitely. NBA on NBC. Yep. No, uh, it, it's, it was basically exactly like NBA jam, but, oh, okay. uh, it was like a, excuse me, like a game from like 99 or 2000 era, uh, and it was just, yeah, it was NBA Jam, but like NBA on NBC. <laughs> wow. Uh, and then the only other like baseball game I was super into, which is completely random because like I played Griffey, which I which I liked, but uh, it it was just like before I kind of it, it wasn't in my like time zone. But I played a lot of All-Star Baseball 99 for Ooh, whatever reason. Jeter on the cover. Uh, no, um, what's his name oh, from so the Rockies was on the cover. Yeah, I can picture Maybe it. Castilla? Um, <laughs> shoot, let me look it up real quick. But it was like a completely like, uh, average baseball game as far as <laughs> yes. I can tell. It was like straight down the middle, uh, <laughs> uh, game. But for whatever reason, I, it was just because like, like I had, a uh, my brother is, is a year older than me and he kind of like basically picked what we like when we got video games, he basically picked them. Oh. Um, that was kind of our power dynamic, I guess. Uh, so, and I so played whatever dynamic, he picked. So yeah, that's incredible. Um, yeah. So that's kind of, that was like my last, like real, when I would like get home from school, I'd play, play these games. You've been in a slump. And then, yeah. And then I played like Madden, 
uh, in college and that's kind of it. And now, um, that especially during quarantine, um, and my wife, Ashley is, uh, she's gotten back into gaming big time. She bought a switch right before quarantine, which was absolutely huge. Did you have Um, it for the flights to Amsterdam? Uh, we were not in Amsterdam, but to London and, uh, Prague is where we were when, uh, the Rudy Gobert moment happened. In fact, um, we did have the switch. So that was very nice. Um, but yeah, I've gotten back into playing like Mario and like I played Mario, like Mario Kart obviously was Mm -hmm. uh, very big in college for, uh, people of a certain age like us. Um, and yeah, that's really it. I like. For there was that pocket in that like yes. 1999 2000 when I was like way into these games, um, dude. But we'll take the pocket, Ben. We'll take the pocket. Yeah, and and like I said, I like I really love. I'll still like play NBA Jam and NFL Blitz. I love those until, games until like my thumbs hurt. Oh. Uh, like, and that's the kind of game I like. And, and we'll get into it later. But like, I think you know, Super Mega Baseball. Um, Greg, you said it like scratches your itch. If I had like, if it could dial up the NFL blitz, uh, aspect of Ooh. baseball. Cause I don't know. I mean, I, I've been out of the game, so I don't know if there is like a baseball version of NBA jam or NFL blitz. The bigs might be the closest oh. where but- it's just kind of like silly for like truly silly, um, for like silly sake, uh, I, I would like to at least see that. I have no, like, Super Mega Baseball is great, but, like, I'd love to see it just turn the silly up a little bit. Yeah, I could totally... The gameplay silly, that is. Their names, like I said, great. Yeah. Uh, I could see that, too. So maybe, like, some like the occasional slightly... I don't know. We can get into it later. For sure. I, but I'm with you there. There's some... There's I have some, a few ideas, too. And, uh, just yeah. to tease Oh, yet. we definitely should do that, for sure. Um, Greg... Uh, we've gotten to talk a little bit about your history with games before. Feel free to share any highlights if you want, but I specifically do want to hear about your history with uh, maybe sports games and baseball. Sure. Yeah, we, my older brother and I grew up playing all kinds of video games. We were primarily a Nintendo house, but we also had some Sega systems. We had like a Genesis for a while, then a Dreamcast. Um Eventually, I got into the Playstations, but mostly a Nintendo guy. Um, The biggest baseball game we played growing up, I had to look it up because I forgot the name. It's called uh, Super Baseball Simulator 1000. That's a very cool name. Is this like a Super Nintendo game? It's an SNES game. Ooh, I think I know it. Yeah, I think it started my kind of preference of over-the-top unrealistic silly kind of baseball <laughs> games you could like select powers in this game you could like i remember one where i think like it gave you a multi-ball like you would select it and suddenly the pitcher was throwing three balls at you to give you a lot Whoa. of chances Nice. see that's what i'm talking about baby yeah. I love it. <laughs> it was so much fun and the uh the opening music to it will be embedded in my brain until the day i die it's so catchy um Beyond that, yeah, we played a ton of NBA Jam for Super Nintendo. We played Mutant League Football a lot. I don't know if y'all mess with Mutant League Football. 
<laughs> no, but it sounds amazing. <laughs> that game, mutants. Yeah, it's the, yeah. That sounds great. That's exactly what I, I want. Mutant baseball, baby. Yeah, like weird, <laughs> overgrown turtles and stuff. Hell yeah! <laughs> I think um, a baseball game that I really loved, or a franchise, a sort of sub franchise. I really am into the Mario baseball games. I don't know if y'all have played oh, those at all. Yeah. Oh, I oh, have my not. Goodness. I didn't know there was a Mario baseball game. There've been. There was. I think I played one on 64 and one on GameCube. Um, I think, I actually think, I'm pretty sure they're GameCube and Wii. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Oh, man, I'm looking at yeah. pictures now. You got Bowser hitting home runs like this. Oh, yeah. That's a, love a good home run in a baseball video game. That's a really, that's <laughs> a, if you're into like silly baseball stuff, that's a, a really fun world to dive into. Um, so good. And yeah, I guess sort of in the present day, you know, I had that Bigs run sort of in the end of high school. I was really obsessed with the Bigs. What was that on? I played it for the Wii and I, it was one of the only games where I kind of preferred the motion controls. Interesting. Because you would like, you would swing to hit with the Wiimote, which was, which felt very satisfying. And the most important part, uh, to run the bases, to go faster, you would take the Wiimote and the nunchuck and just like shake your hands as fast as you fucking could go. <laughs> and at the time in high school, I was also a percussionist for like concert band, jazz band, uh, 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 marching band. And so my wrists, I was already putting my wrists on a workout. I'm surprised I didn't give myself carpal tunnel the way I was just Amazing. like shaking them willy nilly, but it was worth it. Wow. I like to think you were already in good wrist shape, so it was just like yeah. it was just another another workout for you. I like to think your wrists were like four times the size they are now, <laughs> and they're bulging out of your sweaters and button shirts. I had uh, oh. super mega baseball esque exaggerated wrists. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, and since then, I the modern era of like exaggerated sports games, I think has been a touch lacking. Um. I love the NBA Street franchise back in the day. That was really fun. So good. Um, but like NBA Playgrounds doesn't quite scratch the same itch. I've been really grateful for Super Mega Baseball to come along and give me something this kind of fun and accessible, yet still feel like I have to work at it a little bit. But ultimately, just it, it, it makes me feel very relaxed. It's a very kind of like primal feeling I feel when I play the game. It's really nice. That's awesome. I didn't think we were going to hear the word primal on this episode, yeah. but we did, <laughs> and I'm so happy for it. Well, uh, that's really cool. I'll share mine as well. Um, these group style episodes are always my are are, are fun for me because then I do get to share a little more personal stuff than I normally do. Um, I, with baseball games specifically, I think the first one I ever played was um, Major League Baseball featuring Ken Griffey Jr. on the Nintendo 64, which we did the first uh, Spotlight episode on. Super Was fun. that called Slugfest, uh, or is that a different game? That's a different gotcha. game. That's Ken Griffey Jr.'s Slugfest. Um, there were those two, uh, but I played the other one. And I also tried, Ben, I remember trying All-Star Baseball on the N64, and I just did not like it for whatever reason. You weren't missing much. It was. 
<laughs> just straight ahead exactly what you would think a baseball video game could be uh it's like every no, kid's nothing more than that truly it's like the the boring parts of baseball that i think as baseball fans we like worry that people see too much is like that game was the embodiment <laughs> um iguana I, that was an iguana game i remember oh, i remember yeah. the iguana little logo did he have sunglasses no we didn't like do it do i remember that I mean, he had to have had sunglasses. <laughs> I don't, don't remember that specifically, but I would bet a million dollars he had sunglasses. Ah, <laughs> oh, amazing. Um, so I played that. I played. I played the backyard baseball series from its beginning through, um, like two thousand five. That game I think was on the computer and the and consoles at the time. So I played that. Um. After after that, I, I played a little bit, dabbled in like NBA Live. I played Madden for a long time. I was pretty, I was like averagely into Madden. That's obviously a f- popular franchise. Um, oh, but before that, I got super into the MVP baseball franchise. Um, this is was only ran at least the major league version from 2003 to 2005, but I still swear by them as like the most realistic, best feeling baseball game I've ever played if you want like a realistic simulation it just felt like everything was fair and there was like rhyme or reason to it but you could also get better kind of like this game there was felt like a reason to try to improve and that felt gradual uh they also had like uh, Albert Pujols was on the cover for 2004 so I of course was like as a little Cardinals fan at that time it was a dream come true um and it was great but truly since that game I have not enjoyed a baseball game near as much as this one. Uh, I tried MLB 2K or MLB The Show and MLB 2K like 2009. Didn't like it. Uh, everything is feels disappointing. I tried the show last year. Maybe I didn't give it the time that it needed, but it didn't feel good either. And then this game came along and is just like truly filled all those voids at once. Um, now that's, uh, that's it for my history and context. That's it for us. Let's get into it. Uh, now that we sort of set the stage a little bit, um, we can do this however we want. If someone has something they really like that, they're like, I came on here to talk about this. Feel free to do so. Otherwise I have some stuff to get us started a little bit. The, the first thing that I want to talk about that stood out with me to me about this game is something kind of boring and basic, but like I want to talk about the gameplay itself and the feel. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Like I don't really have much to compare it to, like I said, but uh, what I what was so simple about it is also like kind of as you, uh, I'm not gonna like say this right, but like like when you pick it up and it's on the five ego level, which is like the lower ego level. Um, it is like so intuitive, uh, like yes. hitting was so intuitive. Fielding felt very intuitive. Um, and I, and I knew what was happening at all times. And I know that if I picked up the show, I would just be completely lost and like not, I'd have to like look up what button did what, um, mm-hmm. And very much like an NBA Jam situation where I know A, jumps and shoots, <laughs> and B, uh, steals and is, is turbo or whatever. Like, that's always, I always appreciate that. So, like, the game from g- pure gameplay, it was like so simple. 
Um, That's great. I, I, I think I completely agree with you. And I think it, picking it up immediately, I was excited. But then it was like when I adjusted the difficulty for the first time was when I think I really understood how much I was going to like the game because it does a really great job of taking off the training wheels for you. Like we talked about before, we've got the ego system, which you can set between, I think it might be, is it 1 and 90? Might even be 99. Might yeah, be 99? I think it's like, I, I was thinking it was 1 to 100, but uh, it's definitely it might, all like way up there, yeah. So you can, and as Ben said, when you started, I think it starts you at ego level 15. So when you're playing the game, for example, the, the way you hit is that it's one of those types of baseball games where there's a little circle reticle and you try to just put the ball where the pitch is going to be and then time it by pressing a to swing or B to bunt, um, or Y to power swing. Or why to power yeah, swing? Yeah. Uh, see, I'm going to rely on you two to be my why power guys because I never use why. Like, ever. I used it when it was easy, but now I never use it anymore because oh, you okay. guys are, I couldn't hit anything. You're, you're crazy. I use it all the time. <laughs> yeah, oh, really? I, I should start experimenting. <laughs> I, like, I've gotten... I need every uh, game to, like, mean a lot to me uh, <laughs> when I play this, so... I make sure the ego is is so high that I'm very worried about losing every game, so I never experiment. <laughs> but I should I should be experimenting with the power uh, swing and power pitch for that matter. I haven't done that either. I haven't done power I, pitch. That that level of experimentation does scare me for some reason. <laughs> I, I think it's probably be, we're probably more. Oh, also, by the way, guys, I get scared playing video games all the time, which is (laughs) why I just don't play them as much. So this game gives Ben jump scares. Like Resident Evil would do that to someone else. Uh, Well, I think the reason that we're probably more open to using this Y power button, which when you're hitting offers a more risk reward for the hit, so you can hit it farther, but you also have a higher likelihood of missing if you your timing and placements off same with the pitching you either will like hit your spot with a little more zip on your ball or it'll be wild somewhere else um i would guess that we do that with hitting because the worst case scenario when you're up to bat is that you're going to produce like a like a zero sum you can't lose runs at bat um but i think when you're pitching it's like if you throw this and it misses you might be down a run so that's that's just my guess um but uh, so when, so when we're talking about like the ego and the, taking the training wheels off earlier on in the game, on those lower number egos, um, you have to do a lot less work to line up your reticle with exactly where the ball is. The game does some assisting for you there. Um, and tr- it is gradual, truly like I, I was like very slow to turn up my, or I wasn't, sl- I was slow to get where I am, which is like 60 ego, but um, I know we're all flexing our egos on this yeah, uh, podcast. You guys have got me beat. a 60 ego. What'd you, you say? You got me beat. I thought I was doing good on a 50. I got to work. Oh, you know, it's it's also funny when I've talked to you about this, Ben, but Greg, when we played, I felt like it, playing you was the hardest thing I've still done in this <laughs> game. Like I play on ego consistently and, uh, and really don't lose games ever or i play on 60 but like to, against you i was like 
felt like helpless. So. Wait, Greg, what's your record in your like seasons? How many games do you lose? Um, the last season I played didn't do great. I didn't even make the playoffs. But the franchise I'm in right now with my kind of customized sirloins, we're about halfway through the season, and I'm at like, you know, like thirteen and three, something like that. Oh, okay, mm. yeah, because I just barely snuck into the playoffs in my last season when I was playing 55. Yeah. And I literally mm. snuck in by half a game. Oh, wow. wow. Um, interesting. Um, but, yeah, I guess as, as someone who took a slow journey to go from 15 to 60, uh, I really saw, like, a gradual, like, easing off as I ticked up each number, like, Basically what happens, it might sound obvious, but in, in real time, like when the ball, the pitch is released and your reticle as it's released will start to float to where it is, it basically just starts doing that at a slower pace. So you have to like push up your left control stick to get closer to that spot. And that's in that gradual, like letting off the wheels is, or the steering wheel or whatever is just so great to me. Yeah. I love that. Um, I felt like that's, they do that in so many ways too. When I was playing with Greg, in fact, that first time I, you were on a higher difficulty than me and you're like, oh yeah, like when you get up here, you have to control your fielders more because otherwise like you could just, you don't have to do a ton, which is nice. And it's, um, for like a beginning, you brought up such another nice level of, um, intuitiveness to the game, which is that players playing each other can play with their own personal ego level or their own personal difficulty. And that makes it such a, such a clean and simple and inviting multiplayer experience, especially for folks who might feel intimidated playing multiplayer with kind of regular gamers. Totally. Especially yeah. what were you going to say, Ben? I, I, I was just saying, Oh yeah. But also you can like toggle your ego levels for batting and yeah. fielding and, uh, those are the two that I, or in pitching, there's hmm. the three I can think of, but there might be more. But so like, if you're like just crushing the ball, but you're also getting crushed, you can turn your batting ego up, um, et cetera. I love that. That just adds like a, that's not something I've actually, uh, fiddled with, but it seems like such a, just another example of how this game really does let you customize your experience in a lot of ways. Um, that is really, really cool. Uh, did you guys have any, while we're talking about like the gameplay and the ego and stuff, was there any humps you felt like you had to get over? Like, were you at level 35 and like, oh, I can't do this. But then eventually, you know, it took some slugging, but slugging, <laughs> but then you did. Or was there like you, you had a hard time pitching or striking people out? Anything like that for either of you? Um, from game to game, I kind of, from number two to number three, I experienced that a little bit with, uh, oh. with batting. I think I talked about this a little with you. I felt like by the time number three had come out, I was too good at number two. I yeah. would play a game and it was just like, this, this is almost not fun. The, I'm crushing the <laughs> computer so thoroughly. And when number three rolled along, the batting became so exponentially more difficult for whatever reason. And a huge part of it, which I still kind of think might be true, and I wonder if like increasing your ego has something to do with it, I feel like the strike zone is way bigger in Super Mega Baseball 3. Oh. Uh, yeah. I feel like okay. I get pitches that are so obviously up and away, 
and that dang umpire will call it a strike. Yeah, do you mean on like a pitch that does look out of the zone? Like you're like, this actually looks like a ball to me where it landed, or you're just surprised that like that high up is still a strike? I guess both. I guess to, uh, you know, I'm sure it kind of mathematically, it's just if it is in that square, Mm. it counts as a strike based on our algorithm. I love the algorithm. Uh, Metalhead, don't don't dox me. But (laughs) from the kind of like naked eye, which is all I have as a puny human to judge on, I'm just like, no umpire would call that a strike. And I've kind of had to get realigned with this new strike zone. And it made me a more patient batter i feel like i i get walked a lot more now and i kind of like i'll let a strike go by if it's not exactly the strike i want it's oh yeah that's that's something i learned too yeah it's like once once i got above i think 50 like i had to wait for my pitch like there wasn't which i i think is so cool because that it is like a very baseball-y thing you like that is what batters in baseball do um but yeah, I had to take. I st- had to start like taking strikes sometimes. Yes. Uh, first, there's a lot that I loved about that little riff. First, Ooh. I just want to say thanks that, for calling that, me talking a little riff. Yeah, a little riff. Uh, well, you know when you speak, Greg, it's like listening to jazz. Yeah. So, oh, baby. You know, pr- pretty. <laughs> you easy. know what they say well, about jazz? Well, it's about the strikes you don't take. Yes, that's, that's right. exactly what that's they right. say. <laughs> I believe that was uh, Wayne Gretzky on yep. jazz. Um, but uh, what you were saying, Greg, about how it made you a more patient batter, it's like we're getting real time, like personal growth stories on the pod. So that, you know, the value's <laughs> there. Um, but second is that, Ben, you were touching on it too. This game, what I found that I was doing was playing it as if I was like, what I would be watching a major league game and hoping they'd be doing or what I have done playing baseball before is like, you know, if you, if you get to a comfortable level with the game, like we all have found our, our comfort levels, you, it's fun. It allows you to operate as if you're an actual baseball player. Like you exactly what Ben said, you're looking for specific pitches at times. If someone, if a, you know, the opposing pitcher has walked walk the last batter on four straight pitches or has been thrown all over the place i will wait if there there are some players pitchers too and maybe we can transition at this moment who i have to like take a pitch from to know their arm angle because i'm like if i try to swing at whatever this is even if it's going to be where i think it is I might waste this pitch and ground out. Yeah, the like slot that they throw out of is matters a lot and you like have to get used to it and oh man, I yeah, that is a great thing. It just like it functions, it feels like your brain is working in a similar way to like an actual baseball player. And and yeah. I I don't know if y'all feel this way, but not only do I feel like an actual baseball player, but in franchise <laughs> mode, I start to feel like an actual like GM. I'm like <laughs> yeah. I, I do really like, I mean, I guess this is a whole other topic, but their, their take on like franchise mode is very interesting and cool. And like in a way that's both like simple and easy to understand, but also complex enough that it's interesting, Um, which is basically like kind of the whole thesis of this game. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Basic enough to be easy, but uh, tough enough to be interesting. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I do wish that they could do, I, I wish you could trade 
Um, oh, yeah. You can only like release into the free agency and like pick someone up. Is that right? Right. Yeah. You'd have to wait for a player that you want to be yeah. released, which obviously isn't uh, guaranteed because teams will only release like three or four players for the season. Um, and then in the off season, you have to like go through all the like teams releasing, which is an interesting thing. I don't know if you guys have done an off season uh, and like really like went through it and tried to do it really well. But, no. Um, um, basically, it, all it is is it's like something like 32 rounds of teams of players like either retiring or quitting their team for whatever reason. They make up funny reasons. Another thing I'd be very happy to write for <laughs> uh, metal. I just I'm really wanting to. What is it? Metalhead? Metalhead. Metalhead. Yeah. Um, I believe I'll it's email you the little resume. metal boys. Yeah, the metal boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so so it's like a slow that, and then like the so there's a list of free agents that you got to fill your roster with because some of your players have retired or quit, and then uh, you you kind of wait for their salaries to go down. You only have so much <laughs> salary to work with. It's great. That's really cool. Ah. Um, yeah, I mean, we can talk about the franchise mode. We're, we're going to, it feels like, like, it's already felt like we're going to kind of dip in and out of stuff. So, like, if we want, you know, to go have, we're at a buffet, y'all. If we want to go have some shrimp, we'll have some shrimp. But when it's time for some uh, peanut butter and jelly, I don't, I'm bad at buffets. Where, what, <laughs> what buffet are you going to, my friend? It's a horrible buffet. It's, it's like- a buffet called my refrigerator, but apparently I have shrimp. So that's the end of the preview of this episode, our co-op spotlight part two, part of the baseball spotlight, um, talking about Super Mega Baseball 3. So thanks again for listening to the preview. If you'd like to check out the full version, that's available again at our $10 tier on Patreon at patreon.com super NPC radio. And you know, if that's not your bag, don't worry. We've got parts three and four coming for free on this normal feed. So keep your eyes open for the next couple months. Uh, hope everyone's doing well out there. Uh, take care of yourself and the people around you, and we'll see you on the next one.